You are listening to episode number 23 for kids, and today we're talking about Helaman 512 from the Book of Mormon. Here's the beat. And now my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ the Son of God, that you must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power or you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe. Because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. Here's the song. And now, my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ the Son of God. That ye must build your foundation, and when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwinds, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down. To the gulf of misery and endless woe. Because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. Here's the special question of the day. What does it mean to be wise? Today, you can listen for three special words. And now for the story. School was finally out for summer. Sally and Sienna were seven-year-old twins that just said goodbye to first grade forever. They were feeling a bit sad because they were going to miss their teachers and their friends over summer break. But... They couldn't wait for all the fun they were going to have this summer. They had already had long talks about what they were most excited for, and they agreed that summer meant lemonade stands, swimming, friends, night games, s'mores, camping, fireworks, running in the sprinklers, and best of all, vacation time at the beach. In fact, they knew their mom was at home getting ready for the first beach vacation right now. They were supposed to leave at bedtime tonight. You see, their dad always drove the car in the middle of the night while everyone was quietly sleeping so that in the morning they would all wake up to see the ocean out their windows. It was just like magic. Then their dad slept all day long at the beach while the rest of the family played in the sand and the waves. It was the perfect plan. Sally and Sienna started racing home so they could pack their bags, and especially because they needed to make sure they had all their princess dolls and accessories, since their favorite thing to do at the beach was to build sandcastles 
as tall as they could for their princesses. So, just as planned, as soon as it was bedtime, Sally and Sienna and their two older brothers were instructed to get into their pajamas, take their pillow and blankets, and buckle up in the car that was loaded up for the week-long adventure. When they were finally on the road, Mom reminded them of the plan. Okay, kids, find a cozy spot to lay your head and go to sleep. Oh, and um, no talking. Love you. Sleep tight. The kids knew the drill and didn't dare make a peep in case that put them behind in their travels. Unless, of course, they had to go to the bathroom, needed a drink or a snack, couldn't get comfy, or any other necessary issue that came up. Sally and Sienna tried their best to fall right to sleep. It was a long and restless night, but before they knew it, the sun was shining through their windows and onto their sleepy faces. Sally was the first to hear it. Not too far in the distance, she could hear the sound of waves crashing on the beach. Guys, guys, wake up, we're at the beach. Everyone suddenly popped their heads up and stared out the window through blurry eyes. It was the most spectacular view. The ocean went as far as you could see, and the sand looked sparkly and full of seashells. Hoy, Dad, hoy, let us out! Sienna screamed. Their now very sleepy dad was so happy to let them all out so he could have his turn to find a comfy spot and fall asleep. As soon as he parked, the doors opened and the family scrambled out. They found their beach clothes and went to change while mom grabbed the boogie boards, towels, and of course, the princess toys and sand buckets. As the twins followed their mom and dad onto the beach to find a spot to lay out all their stuff, they were each searching for their own perfect spot to build their sandcastles. As their older brothers ran out into the water, each of the girls finally found and claimed their own spot on the beach to build their castles. Sally chose her spot because it was close to her parents, the shade, the snacks, and the water that would help her to pack the sand for her castle. It was on a flat pad of sand that would be perfect for digging a moat and be stable as she built each layer. Sienna, however, didn't care so much about staying close to her parents when she saw a large but flat rock that jutted out a few feet above the sand. It was a little ways down the beach from her family, so she'd have to walk further to find herself a snack or some shade. But she knew that this was the perfect place to build her castle because the rock would be the most sturdy area to build on top of. Plus, she wanted her castle to be high above her kingdom. She couldn't have dreamed up a better spot for building her castle. All day, Sally and Sienna worked hard on their castles. They played in the water to cool off a bit and to practice boogie boarding with their older brothers. And of course, they couldn't resist stopping for a lunch break when their mom opened up the cooler of delicious beach snacks and treats. But other than that, the girls brought to life what was in their imagination. And by the end of beach day number one, the girls had each created a castle they were very proud of and one they hoped to be able to play with all week long. Their little princess dolls and other toys had started to move into their places and everything was coming to life when mom hollered to all the kids. Okay, everyone, let's pack up. Time to go find our hotel and some pizza at our favorite pizza place. No, they couldn't leave now. 
Not when everything was so perfect. Sally's princess had just moved into her room and she was decorating with little seashells and twigs. And Sienna was planning a beautiful ball that she would invite all her little fish friends to in her magical kingdom. They begged and begged to stay. Mom, what about our sand castles? Do you want us to just leave them now? Yeah, Mom. What if they're not here tomorrow when we come back? You can't just leave them now. Something bad might happen to them. For a moment, their mom began to wonder if the girls had expected their family to sleep at the beach. Oh, you're my silly girls. I know you're worried about your castles, but we'll come back first thing tomorrow morning. You're right that something bad might actually happen to them, and I know that would be really sad. But if that happens, then we can figure out why it happened and find a better spot to build them tomorrow. The most important thing is that you learned all the cool tricks to making awesome sandcastles today. And it looks like you did because your sandcastles are amazing. So if you need to build one again tomorrow, you'll be even more amazing at it next time. Did you girls have fun building your castles for your princesses? I bet your princesses felt so fancy in them. The girls agreed they had a blast at the beach that day, even though they were sad to leave their castles behind. Then, as they were packing their things up, their tummies began to growl and growl. It really was time to go. The whole family was exhausted from the long day at the beach. After dinner and a shower, everyone crashed in their beds for a cozy night's sleep. The next morning, they awoke and were instantly feeling refreshed and excited for another day at the beach. Sally and Sienna were most eager to get there because they wanted to see if their castles had lasted through the night. They put on some fresh swimsuits and headed over to the beach. The twins fought to get out of the car first when they arrived. They immediately ran down to their spots. Sally found the spot that she had built her castle yesterday, but there was no castle standing there anymore. The only thing she could see were the scattered decorative seashells and twigs she had placed carefully in her magical castle yesterday. But now they were laying on top of little piles of sand. She burst into sad tears as she thought about needing to build her castle all over again today. Her dad came to give her a big hug. When Sienna saw what had happened to Sally's castle, she began to worry that the same thing had happened to hers. She turned towards the special spot on the rock and began to run to it. Out of breath, she was finally standing in front of her castle, and to her greatest delight and pleasure, it was not just standing. It had stayed just as tall and grand as she had made it yesterday. She couldn't believe her eyes. Sally came over to see Sienna's castle. I don't get it. Why did your castle just stay the same? And mine fell down and disappeared into the sand. I don't know. Their mom came over to try and help them understand what had happened. Well, it seems that the only difference here is where you built your castles, girls. Sally, yours was a really great and strong castle, but it was built on the sand. And when sand gets wet, it washes away and falls into the sand around it. And even worse, when it gets covered by waves, it just gets pulled back into the ocean. So, since Sienna's was built up high on a rock and away from the water, it was safe when the tide came in last night. The rock was a really great place to build your castle, Sienna. It's kind of like a safety rock, I guess. Sally! Sienna had the best idea. Since you have to rebuild your castle, 
You should just build your castle up here on the rock with me, and then we can be castle neighbors. Sally was happy to build her castle on the rock with Sienna. It made her more excited to build her castle, knowing that it would be safe and last a long time up there. Maybe it would even last until after they left to go back home at the end of the week. Every day when they came back to the beach, Sally and Sienna came back to their castles and played with their princesses and had so much fun. It was such a happy, peaceful feeling to know that they could count on their castles to be there each morning when they came back to their special safety rock. And now my songs remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ the Son of God. That ye must build your foundation out when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yet the shafts and the whirlwinds, yea, when all his hell and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, which no have no power to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe because the rock of our rapid review. Did this story make you think of the primary song about the wise man and the foolish man? Well, there are a lot of similarities, but what does it mean to be wise anyway? Let's see if we found the three answers to our special question of the day. The first word was learn. We can learn from our experiences and from other people's experiences too. Think of it this way. We can be like detectives in our own lives. Maybe at the end of each day, we look back and find the things we did really awesome and the things we kind of messed up on. Then, as good detectives would, we remember these things. We write them down or we tell someone about them, and that will help us learn from the things that happen in our lives. This is one way we become wise. In the story, Sally had already learned that she could make really great sandcastles using water to pack the sand and by finding a nice flat spot to build on. Well, that's what she did awesome. But since she wanted her sandcastle to last all week, she messed up by building it on the sand next to the water because the waves came crashing in and tore it down when the tide came. So from that experience, both Sally and Sienna learned that building your sandcastle on a rock that was above the sand and the waves was a much safer spot to build if they wanted it to last. The second word was built. In our scripture, it says, Remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation. 
that tells us that Jesus Christ is our rock. And when it says the word foundation, that's talking about our testimony. So how do we build our testimony on Jesus Christ? Well, one of our apostles, Elder Anderson, gave us a wise answer to this very important question. He told us that if we want to build a strong spiritual foundation in Christ, we should study our scriptures, pray, go to church, and serve other people like Jesus did. Doing these things over and over and over and over again will help us get to know Jesus and become more wise like him. Another way I like to practice being more like Jesus is to try and think like he would. Sometimes there are hard things in my life that I have to figure out. So I ask myself, hmm, what would Jesus do? And what I've learned is that he would love first. When I love first, instead of getting angry or being mean to others, I'm building my life and testimony on him. The third and last word was peaceful. If you build your testimony and your life on Jesus Christ by always learning from Him and from your own experiences, you'll feel so peaceful inside knowing that you built somewhere safe and lasting because, of course, Jesus' rock will never break down, get blown away by the wind, or get swallowed up by the waves. It's the best place to build, and you'll know it by the peaceful and happy feeling you get as you choose Jesus' rock to build on just like Sally and Sienna felt when they were castle neighbors on their safety rock. Well, that's it for today, friends. We're done. Our challenge for this scripture is to practice loving like Jesus did. If you get upset by something, remember, Jesus always loves first. You can be wise by learning from his example and do the same thing. You guys are so awesome. Have a great day and have fun memorizing. We want to hear how Scripture Beats works for you. So if you want your stories, ideas, or pictures shared on our podcast or Instagram, contact us at scripturebeats at gmail.com. Or you can simply just pop on over to glean all the goodies instead on our Instagram at scripturebeats for extra tips and tricks to help your family along the way. Also remember, we can do this.